Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. There's a blast from the past and someone's in jail. Does anyone know what's going on? Can Not you me. tell me? Not me. Oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. Where is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> And this week, we are here to discuss episode 24 from season two. We are the penultimate episode of season two, guys. Like, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. 2x24. Yes, finally. Like, we're finally getting to the season two. Oh, my God. This, I feel like just so much happens in every single Gossip Girl season, and it's crazy just like... They're wow, also extremely long. Oh, my God. This is like 24 episodes is like it's, it's not even the last episode. There's so many episodes in each. Usually seasons only have like 20 or 22. Yeah, like broadcast television. Yeah. And I think what happened was like season one only had like 18. So they had to like, you know, make up for extra episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. But still, like it's so many episodes. So many. Okay. So, um, so we're two women of color who uh, discuss the whiteness of Gossip Girl and classic the fantasy of being rich. I guess, <laughs> I guess. I about this, this fantasy genre show, Gossip Girl. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, and this week we're discussing Valley Girls. Yes, which is a backdoor pilot. Oh my God, what's a backdoor pilot, Cher? Backdoor pilot is when they have a established show already and they want to kind of make an, a pilot episode for a spinoff. So typically they like, you know, have it interstitial throughout a, an episode. Like, um, I don't know, they did it a lot during like Norman Lear when he did like All in the Family. That's how the Jeffersons came about. Maud, all those like 1970s, 80s. Oh, oh so it's, it's usually all... for shows that like are going to start while another show is on, like a spinoff during another show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like um, there was one for like like Gilmore, like... Like Gilmore Girls had a bad door pilot for their character Jess in the oh, yeah. season three. So yeah, like oh, yeah, The Office did it for Dwight and his family in the last episode. Like, yeah, I think season middle of season nine. Right, called the sh- they were gonna have like a pi- better product called the Shroots. Oh, I would have watched that. I totally would have watched that. So annoying. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of established shows do that, and this was gonna be centered around younger Lily. But yeah. let's go into the description of the episode. Nick, close description. Okay, to the episode Valley Girls, which is a play on Valley Girl. Wow, it was an eighties movie. Clever. Um, <laughs> Starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. I think. Uh, maybe, maybe I made that up. It doesn't matter. I'm checking now. <laughs> I feel like he was in that movie. I thought it was like that. What's her face? The girl with the eyelashes. Oh, my God. Definitely Nick Cage. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. I need to watch this movie. It's pretty trash, but, the, like, but in a good way. The description of this is amazing. Lovely teen Julie Richmond is steeped in the excessive pink clad culture of the San Fernando Valley. At a party, Julie falls for an edgy Hollywood punk named Randy. Oh my God, I love it. Who's Nick Cage. And the two begin an unlikely romance. Oh, this is so amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Torn between fitting in with her superficial friends and embracing a more non-conformist lifestyle, Julie ultimately has to stay with Tommy or take a risk with Randy. This is just like Grease. Should we like, instead of like, 
um, instead of actually reviewing Gossip Girl, just yeah. like watch the movies or in our books that like the episode titles are based off. Oh my off god, of. that can be what we do after we finish Gossip Girl. I'm into that. That's <laughs> an amazing idea. So the Netflix description is to, to prove her independence, Serena refuses to leave jail with her mother or her grandmother. Rufus is furious with Lily for having Serena arrested. So, um, as we remember in the last episode, um, while they were trying to nab Poppy, uh, Lily had called the cops on Serena and she was arrested for whatever, stealing the diamond bracelet. God, that just like, all that sounds so pompous and like (laughs) pretentious in the best possible way. Oh my God. Um, but also like, I have a lot of questions before you get the episode started. What happened to Gabriel? Oh my God. What did happen to Gabriel? There was like no resolution on that. No closure. He's just gone. Like they don't even reference him at all in this yeah, episode. So I guess in the last episode, like I was still concerned that he was the, the mastermind and not Poppy, but I think we're just establishing that it was Poppy. Right. And she did make off with, you know, a bunch of money and uh, Georgina is going to hunt her down, I guess. And the skin bitch her. is back. Yeah. So I guess we don't, care what happens to gabriel also i feel like i guess maybe it kind of makes sense with like his statement he made recently on that how he hated army hammer hated gossip girl or rather um gossip girl hated army hammer oh that and makes they both like you know what no we're good i think you're i think you're good i think uh, so boring and i think that closes out army hammer's stent on gossip girl Goodbye forever pretty much so i think so yeah he probably boring. did have like other episodes and they're like nah i think you're good oh my god i hate him oh man he's they so called boring. it on him he's so boring and they thought he was boring too oh thank god so in the present day, Serena is still in jail. And yeah. as um, Blair uh, says, she's been in jail longer than Blair, Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan combined. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, gotta love those late aught references. Oh my God, Paris Hilton. I forgot about her. I used to watch, uh, what is that show that she and Nikki, Nicole? The Richie? Real Life, right? Simple Life. Simple Life. Yeah, where they went to like, I don't know, non-cities and they went to rural areas and made fun of rural people uh, or rather like they couldn't cope. I don't know. I don't know. It was the so early odds were a weird time. There's I, a lot of I like, I also the, blame them for our current administration. <laughs> Just another, another way to a place to blame, I guess. I oh, know. totally. I mean like they're friends. Yeah. They're, 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 they're in cahoots with the they're Trumps. Absolutely for sure. In cahoots. Um, so yeah. So this, this episode kind of has like, um, like two parts to it. So Serena is in jail and there is like the, the point of this episode is to create this pilot um, as Cher was saying into um, another, or another show about Lily and her time as a teen and her sister. And so, um, yeah, it's a spinoff show potentially. And they're trying to uh, try to align the, 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 the rebellious youth of Lily oh, yes. with the rebellious youth of Serena. Yeah, and there's like a lot of mirroring in mm-hmm. how, what Lily, like as we will find out from this episode, what Lily did back in the day and what Serena's trying to do. And so um, Cece's also back in the picture and that's, that's who um, Serena's kind of been in contact with. Is that right? Yeah, so Serena. Like, yeah, Serena really reaches out to, to Cece. Yeah, because... Um, uh, Lily came down to the police station to bail out um, Serena. 
and said, well, not even bail out, but to say, like, you know, I'm dropping the charges and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Serena's like, I didn't call you. You weren't my, you weren't my call. You weren't my, and Cece was her call. Yeah. So she, that's Cece is Lily's mother. And so. Remember from the episodes of the debutante ball oh and the first episode of the season with the Hamptons. We haven't seen Lily. Uh, we haven't seen Cece in a while. Cece. Cece Rhodes. Cecilia Rhodes. <laughs> so there's, um, there's a lot of tension between Lily and Cece, like partially because of. Um, the whole like Serena calling her grandma instead of her mom. And then there's also tension between Lily and Serena. So there's like, you know, this kind of gets into like the, the backdoor pilot part of it, which For is sure. like the mother daughter tension. Yeah. And also like Lily is still like peeved off about all the shit that went down with, um, CC telling Rufus about their uh, love child. Oh my God. I forgot about the love child. The love child. And, you know, CC. Like there's so many things that happen. I just forget about everything. No, it's so much. Already forgot Gabriel. He's, I forget, <laughs> I, I forgot about him as soon as I finished watching an episode. He's I was, I was forgetting me. about him as well as watching him. I know. <laughs> like, I would, like, like, wait, who's that guy? Exactly. How does he fit in this? Exactly. It's such just like, yeah, I was like, as I was watching him, I was forgetting that he existed. Oh my god, it's so easy to forget him. Oh. Army Hammer, if you ever listen to this, please don't contact us. <laughs> don't at me. We don't want to talk to you. <laughs> this is not an open invitation for you to like, you know, you know, uh, gre- you know, give your grievances. We don't care. We don't really care. So, um, wait, who are we just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. Classic. Okay. So the backdoor pilot. So there is a flashback in this episode, and I love Gossip Girl flashbacks. I'm a fan of They're it. They're always so extra. <laughs> so this this um, flashback is set in L.A. It's 1983. And, and it's so 1983. Oh, it's extremely it's 1983. It's painfully 1983. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like watching hot tub time machine oh my god exactly <laughs> that's how it feels. or like degrassi the first oh go around <laughs> when they were like so kids old. in the 80s yeah it was just like every it's like every john hughes movie every oh you know it's like it's essential so amazing to watch um the 80s but done in the 2000s absolutely like the, the oh, nostalgic so 80s it's not so the actual great. 80s yeah it's like the it's always muted there's like i feel like there's a pastel overlay oh totally the like there was like this like weird like almost like yellow haze yeah. over everyone and it was like it's sunny a lot it's- of millennial pink for some reason yeah yeah it's weird. So Lily, so much lace. Oh my god, there's so much lace so and much and lace. neon. There's a lot of. Oh, neon. there was neon was really in last year actually, in 2016 or 2015. I can't remember. No, 2013. I don't care. It <laughs> neon looks bad on me. I don't wear it. That's not true. And you do have neon. You have a neon yellow sweater that you. Oh, have. that's right. And I have I'm my neon put- pink one too. Yeah. It, they both look weird on me. It's oh, fine. stop. Uh, None of that. Talk. <laughs> don't, don't talk about my friend that way. I look. It's it's fine to look bad in certain colors <laughs> all right <laughs> fine um but anyway so lily rhodes is played by britney snow oh my god britney snow also known as uh she was in that one movie acapella group movie Pitch perfect right uh, she was she was like i don't know she's usually her character, I feel like, is usually some sort of antagonist. Like, she was in Hairspray as an antagonist. Uh, she got that bitchy face going. Yeah. In, a, in the best possible way. I love Britney Snow. And then she was she was not an antagonist in Pitch Perfect, and I felt like that threw me for a loop, because she's usually, like, either a main person or a main antagonist. And in Pitch Perfect, she was kind of, like, you know, the second second 
um, second tier cast. Um, Who's supporting? Who's definitely supporting? Yeah, behind Anna Camp. Right. Which is, Anna Camp was really weird. But anyways. um, (laughs) So Brittany Snow plays young Lily, which I think like. I actually think it's great casting. I think that she nailed um, like the. Um, Lily's kind of like her, narcissism. The way that she carries herself. Absolutely. And oh neuroses. Like her, narciss- her narcissism and neuroses. Like she's super anxious, but also like super into herself. Absolutely. In the best possible way, she nailed it. Oh my God. That's that's such an excellent description of her. <laughs> she Neurotic it. yet anxious. That's how I am also. Safe. Oh <laughs> neurotic, and anxious, uh, neurotic, anxious, and narcissistic. Like, yep. Oh my God. That's about me. me. Why is all these things, why is everything crumbling around me? We have, a, we have a podcast where we just, you know, listen to our own voices if you want to know how narcissistic we are. It's great. I'm so narcissistic. I have two. Oh my God. <laughs> the fucking worst. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, sorry that you listen to probably both these podcasts. If you don't, that's fine. Um, no, you love <laughs> The fucking worst. Okay. So yeah. this, this, the casting in this backdoor pilot is just so phenomenal. It's so on point. So, Lily, um, to talk about the mirroring with Serena's situation, she has been expelled from school for uh, reasons. They don't really t- it? I don't remember. Yeah, like essentially she like, you know, threw a bitch fit or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but she was, you know, not doing well and they expelled her. Yeah, so Lily is like the roads are originally from New York. Are they? Okay, yeah. so then what What was she doing in L.A.? Did they um, live there? Well, yeah, like, uh, apparently, so... Oh, they lived the, in San Francisco area. Is that right? No, I don't no. know. No. Never mind. No, it's okay. Um, it's, <laughs> it's been a while since you watched this episode. Oh, it's my fine. God. It's been so long. It's okay. So, essentially, the rundown is that they lived on the Upper East Side, um, and I guess her father... Who's played by Andrew, Andrew McCarthy, McCarthy, which oh is my God. the most eighties thing ever. I know. Like he was the he was the he was the boy, beautiful, pretty and pink, pretty and pink. Yeah, uh, he was like the dream guy. What else was he in besides um, that? I'm here just he was in um, Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So like he is just like the quintessential eighties dude. Yeah. It's like him, Patrick Swayze, and. Um, the other guy, uh, 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 Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe, just total eighties dudes. Oh my god, they were yeah, exactly. So like, it's funny to see them, uh, to see him in this role as a dad, and it's just perfect casting. I loved it. I Absolutely loved it. perfect casting. It was, so that's that's her dad. It's Brittany Snow and her dad, Andrew Andrew McCarthy. Right, and he runs Tower Records, which is an eighties reference, which is something we're gonna try to bring up throughout. Um, we're gonna talk about it later during our. Uh, post episode stuff but um, there's a lot of 80s references in this episode and I'm really excited about it so um, Andrew McCarthy he works at Tower Records and he brought the family out to the LA area and then her mother Cece divorced and um, Andrew McCarthy's characters the dad I, did we did he say their name I can't remember um it's Rick Rick, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm on the Wikipedia page. I'm just oh, like I'm nice. trying to figure out who played the mom. She was. She looks so much like Cece. Caroline Lagerfeld. She uh, it has been in nothing that I know. Word, but she looked just like Cece. It yeah. was wild. Oh my god, it was amazing. And like I don't know. I think like the the acting. I guess the sh- the act. It's not hard to act like a rich person, right? No. But she nailed it. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. It was I loved great. it. So then, 
So Lily is in um, L.A. trying to meet up with her dad so that she doesn't have to live with her terrible mother, Cece. <laughs> and oh, so they're from they live in Santa Barbara. Well, her school is in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. Her, where she got kicked out of. Yeah. And so so she meets up with her dad. She's like, can I can I live with you? And um, he he's like, pretty man's hands he off. Does not want her to live with him. And it's like. Yeah. I don't know. Sad. It is sad, you know. It's, it, She's it, like, but also kind of like, kind of like, duh, right? But also kind of just like shows kind of like eventual relationship she'll have with men in oh her life. God. It's like planting those seeds right now. Like her, she has a very distant father, you know, and it's the like daddiest of issues. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So you're kind of like seeing the the seeds be planted in her. Yeah. So the way that we past. find out that he doesn't want her to live with him is because she gets lunch with him and he calls her mom and is like. Hey, come pick up your come pick up your trash, CC. Like this is a kid. Like <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this garbage. And so Lily's like, Ugh, "Fine, I'll follow you back to Santa Barbara." And she does not follow her mother back to Santa Barbara. No, she hightails it out of there and goes down to Hollywood. 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 And so she. <laughs> oh, I. Oh my gosh! That took you like a second. It did, but also, uh, I missed that show, and I, I think it's coming back in August. We're talking about BoJack Horseman. I haven't finished the second or the third season yet. I have like two more episodes. I'm like too depressed to watch them. It's fine, dude. The, also, the last episodes are hella depressing. I know that's why I don't want to watch them. I'll watch them with you. No, um, I don't want to watch them. Okay, fine. so, um, so Lily uh, decides to escape her terrible parents, and like, so this is kind of, I, I think. I, I kind of empathize with Cece. Like she's, she's basically having to raise her kids by herself, you know, or, or not her kids, Lily by herself because her husband doesn't want anything to do with it. And she's like probably kind of seen as a bad parent because she, she plays a bad cop. Yeah. Essentially. And the, so like that sucks for her, world. but also, I don't know, must suck to be a rich kid. <laughs> right. And so Lily, totally. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I know that life. I know so, that struggle. So, so much. It's so hard. It's so hard having, oodles of money and never having your problems be money or maybe more money my problems i don't yes. know i don't know i would i can't say bills 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 <laughs> can you pay them no my telephone bills <laughs> barely <laughs> <laughs> um so okay so then lily escapes from her mother's wrath and then like just her father's never mentioned again ever except in the daddy issues. Um, she goes to try to find her sister who also lives in LA. Where's, where's Santa Barbara? Is that like in LA County? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a suburb. It's close to the ocean. It's beautiful. Oh, nice. Okay. So then, um, she goes to a diner where her sister works Mm -hmm. and she meets a boy and he's like, I can tell you where to find Carol, your sister. And, She's like, okay. And so she just like goes with this boy, just like this random boy she's known for two seconds. But before then, she has a fashion montage because she fashion. has to change her clothes. Oh my God. The fashion montage is like the it, most 80s thing ever. It's painfully 80s. Oh. There's there's a physical, you know, Olivia, Olivia Newton John run friends in that fashion moment. There's like her wearing like big gold hoops, earrings, and leather. She's basically doing a lot of Olivia Newton John. Oh my god, it's like so it's a lot going yeah, on. There's like a lot of neon, a lot of fishnet, a lot of lace. Oh my god, it's so much lace. So perfect. I love uh, 80s fashion. No, like, same. I hate how it looks on me or like in present day, but I love 80s fashion. Absolutely. 
Um, so then this fashion montage is because she needs to look, she's, she's still dressed like a preppy girl from Santa mm-hmm. Barbara. Just she like needs her to Gucci like, yeah. um, blazer. She needs to look a certain way to go to this party that Carol will be at. She's like a valley girl. Valley girl. So, so this guy who we learned his name is Owen. Owen. He tells is her he, to go and change clothes. Anyone interesting? No. He's paid, yeah. He's a person with a face. Oh. Oh, but there are other people that we yeah we'll we'll talk about oh later. But um yeah he, um Owen he tells her to go change clothes in the back. Her sister, um Carol has um I have I have some some trivia about Owen really quickly. Okay, he auditioned to play Edward in Twilight, ah. and he lost obviously yeah. to Robert Pattinson. Ugh. Okay, yeah. So back to the. <laughs> That's a great Sorry, fun I just point. like I love this episode because there's just so many new people I can Google. I know exactly. No, I it's love so that. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> she, <laughs> so she goes back to the locker room, changing like their like their locker room area where they can change clothes, and she goes to this fan- fashion montage and kind of also getting to know like the new Carol a bit because um, you know she hasn't seen her sister in over a year mm-hmm. when she left the family to go make it on her own in L.A. Yeah, so... Um, She's essentially the wayward black sheep of the family. Yeah, so, you know, Lily is content kind of being a rich girl, and she li- she likes money. She likes her lifestyle. And Carol um, did not like the lifestyle and was, like, tired of being under her parents' control, so she left and decided to not be a Rhodes anymore, essentially. Um, so they go to the party, I guess, where yeah. Carol is... Uh, she they're at a, they're at a club they're at a nightclub and this club has no doubt playing no doubt like present day well not present day like 10 years ago no doubt playing. yeah it's but amazing no, it's great it's all great but like no doubt it's supposed to be like some random you know 80s band and they're playing oh, the song called yeah. stand and deliver and it's great and they don't, it, it's really fun It's like just, it's so perfect how it you is. can have like this band who wasn't yet popular but like still exists today as part of this episode. I love it. It's so great. And I also just love Gwen Stefani. Oh my God. She... I referenced her in the last episode and I'm just happy that like it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it really is up as I'm like, yes. She's here. She's here. There's like a lot of weird music cameos in uh, Gossip Girl that we'll also get to later. For sure. But this one is like one of the first big ones. Mm-hmm. Of, of a long line of like musical um, appearances throughout the series. So we meet all these interesting new characters. We meet Carol's boyfriend who. Slash uh, not boyfriend. Who slash, knows? Yeah, exactly. Like he's like, that's my girl. It's my lady. He calls her yeah. his lady. Okay, my dude. But also, also the guy who plays this guy, I forgot his name. Ryan Hansen. Yes. He played the male version of Mindy. Oh, right. And he in the was Mindy, in, the, in yeah. the most recent Mindy Project episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. But he was also on one of my favorite shows of all time, Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah. I never watched that show. Oh, it's so good. He played like he played pretty much the same character. He played the show like some douchebag surfer boy. Word. Who 
I don't think there's any role that Ryan Hansen could play that would not be douchebag surfer. He has a douchebag face. He like he has that hairdo. He has that like body. He he's has the, tall. Yeah, he has a he has a face where he can't play anything that's not a douchebag. Sorry, Ryan, you can be on our show. We love you. Absolutely. Um. So we meet him, and he's like the worst. But he's like also like he's he's, he's actually kind of sweet. He's kind of like a heart of goat. He's kind of like a thick head kind of I guy, like kind of like a bow hunk. He's kind of like that. Um in Mindy project too. And I think Mindy's character is also like that, like really arrogant, but also like kind of not completely with it all the time. Yeah. I mean like he's kind of dumb, but yeah. like, but he's sweet in a way, but also like, um, wants to like, so stupid. yeah, he's very stupid, but he's, he's fun. And while, you know, Owen and Lily are, you know, trying to figure out where carol is carol pops up and she's like oh my god we gotta go i gotta go to this party because because there's a, we're on a mission because i have to get something that they stole from me oh my god lily and it's really sweet and lily uh, sees her sister who is played by Kristen ritter Kristen ritter you might know her as jessica jones she was in um the bitch in... oh don't trust the bee in apartment 23 yeah oh another fun fact uh another ca- the other main character from don't trust the bee in apartment 23 plays hazel also on gossip girl which i is love one of it Blair's minions i love when fandoms collide i know so much fun i love that like i wonder if they i doubt they met because no one in the backdoor pilot probably met anyone from gossip girl because mm-hmm. there's like literally no intersection right I mean, yeah like not even like in the same city because like it was all filmed in la oh right and new york and um gossip girl is always filmed in new york so yeah but then Kristen ritter worked with dream walker on don't trust the which is so sad that that was canceled oh anyways <laughs> i really like that show um yeah so we have to follow carol on her mission yeah and so this mission takes her to a big old party where there's a lot of cocaine there's yeah, so, so much it's, cocaine it's a, it's a rich people party like it's rich a it's a um a lily Rhodes type of party like she would have been dressed well for this party because it seemed like it was like more people who have money and status and wealth well, i guess money. right like, and also just like it's rich teens yeah but also it kind of brings that whole like you know method of how a gossip girl episode kind of starts like being like a huge party gathering yeah it kind of has a still element in this bad door pilot because there's always some kind of gathering around oh very true um an episode and so like this was it so it's about this kid who's like a music director apparently he videotaped um christian Ritter's not boyfriends band oh and she was in the music video as a star and then he stole the music video he would he kept he's keeping it hostage and so yeah lily is on the mission along with carol uh owen and the bohunk boyfriend you know trying to get this videotape back yeah so, also videotape we'll talk about oh that later my god we'll talk about that later so amazing it's just like the 80s there's it's, so much old tech, old tech i love it so good okay so as as time that's what goes Otec, on, Otec was made for. Yes, this episode <laughs> we're basically we're not even reviewing Gossip Girl right now. We're reviewing Valley Girls. Valley Girls. Um. So, like as as Lily's interacting more and more with the sister and seeing what's happening, like we find out that Carol um like sold her car, I think, or something. Sold or her like, Beamer. Yes, she sold her Beamer. She her parent her parents gave her her, and, her BMW. Yeah. So Lily becomes concerned that Carol is not actually like as she was trying to do like quote unquote making it in LA and obviously she's not because she's working as a waitress at a diner and um is trying to steal a video like 
I don't know. Yeah, she's just. She's I feel make, like it's fairly obvious. Yeah, she's just trying to make it seem like she's doing much better than she actually is. Yeah. But she has a lot of pride, and she's not want. And she doesn't want to admit that like she's kind of. She's not fucking that up. A yeah, she's freeling a bit. She's not, you know. Yeah. She's not thriving like she is. She's. Uh, she's making herself out to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So when they get to this party, um, they kind of tear up like a closet trying to look for this video. Yeah. And. Uh, so Lily, she gets bent out of shape because she didn't want to like start breaking and entering this house. She feels awkward about it. She's like, I don't want to get arrested. And Carol's like, you know what? You know, if you want to go to the party, fine, just do that. But like, I need to focus on here. So Owen takes care of her and they go to the bar and they start drinking and they're flirting. And when this happens, Carol, she comes out and she tries to look for the videotape. So she goes to the guy whose house it is. And He's like, oh, Carol, hey, what's up? And it's clear the guy has a crush on Carol. Yeah. And or like the reason why, or right, something. exactly. And the reason why he's all like holding the, the videotape hostage is because he wanted to see Carol again and so hook up with her again. And she's like, I don't want to hook up with you. You have a girlfriend. You didn't tell me that before we hooked up the last time and blah, blah, blah. And she's like standing right there too, the girlfriend. Yeah. Oh my god! It's yeah, so, so dickish. It's so dickish, and it's really creepy and crap. And he like basically slut shames Carol, which mm-hmm. was really terrible. Also, a, you know, red flag. Yep. Um, also, this guy's name is Keith Vanderwoodson, which I hate to say this, but it is never addressed. Yeah. At all in the rest of the series, which really sucks. And I think that's that's kind of what they wanted to do with the backdoor pilot was yeah. like say, Oh, look, Carol hooked up with this guy named Keith Vanderwoodson. Serena's last name is Vanderwoodson. Mm-hmm. And this is how this is how Lily got together with uh A Vanderwoodson. Yeah, and that's how her like, you know, kids were born. Right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it was like it was very concerning to me. Like the I've watched this series so many times and every time I'm like, oh, this is when we find out who like Keith Vanderwoodson is, but like it's not her. Uh, the Serena's dad's name is William. William, yeah, William Vanderwoodson. So we don't ever see William Vanderwoodson, and um, we don't know who Keith Vanderwoodson is. And I think it's just intended to be like a if this pilot actually got picked up, they would have addressed it. But then it's not picked up, and then we never find out later in the series. Yeah. Thanks, so. gossip girl. Ugh, Dixie W. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, boo. CW, but what if they fucked? <laughs> <laughs> Dare to defy. <laughs> Dare to defy. I uh, love it. So after um, Keith Vanderwoodson slut shames uh, Carol, Lily's like, um, no one talks to my sister that way. You know, how dare you? Blah, blah, blah. How and dare he you? was like, how, and so Keith's girlfriend, who has no name, she's like, um, don't. Don't you girls like go back? To, she go back to the valley. You know, take the yeah, trash back to the valley. Like, and she's like, uh, "Excuse me, what you say?" And a uh, five breaks out. All, all the, the cute, cute girls girl shout. It's the, the good looking guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy meets world. Deep cut, everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but the, no one. The cute. Uh, the good looking guy doesn't actually show up. So. No. It's just, it's just Owen and... But the girls, the, yeah, they, they do shout. Yeah. The girls do shout, though. There's, there's a lot of fighting and... So much fighting. Lily gets arrested. Yeah, she gets arrested. Like and with the, everybody else. The mirroring of Serena get arrested. Yeah. So when Lily gets arrested, she's put in jail. And then we find out that she's later bailed out by Carol. And Lily's like, how did you find the money to bail me out? And she sold her dumb little derpy car 
to um, get bail money for Lily, which is like, oh, sweet. It's very sweet. It's a heartwarming thing. And like, you know, as different as Lily and Carol are, they're still sisters and like they have that sibling bond and like they're just they're so different. But um, Carol still loves Lily and she would sell her car to bail her out. And I guess I don't know. That was that was very sweet, sweet way to um, show your love for your sister yeah i was kind of just like um you know we'll figure it out you know we're making it and i think lily also just like needed to like break free from that kind of you know from the chains of her parents yeah and just Uh, that mentality of like you know only in the material things matter not actual like you know relationships yeah and And being a functional adult and so like the this backdoor pilot was intended to be about Lily and Carol in LA together, you know, having adventures. Um, but also we never know what happens to them because the show did not get picked up. So picked Lily's up. backstory is still confusing. <laughs> Where does she met, meet Rufus? Who they met knows? like they met when she was like in her twenties. Yeah, like, like very early, soon after this. Yeah, very soon after this, like in like like nineteen 1820 like oh, i wish like rufus so, had been cast in this too i know that would have been really nice but he's from new york so he wouldn't be in la yeah Ugh. but she wasn't but she was a musician uh, mu- she was a music photographer oh my god of course she was, she was a music journalist a he nerd. was a musician and i guess i think they were supposed to have met in la oh like at oh. the troubadour or something like that or all oh, the roxy one of those like um nightclub those are rock clubs out there this is unfair i really want to know who would have played young rufus yeah also can we just talk about i'm so sad this didn't get picked up like i, I know i liked i really 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 liked this episode as far as like the backdoor pilot goes and i love like 80s like um 80s throwbacks like oh anything gosh, yeah. made in the 2000s that's 80s reference is great yeah i'm here for it yeah so after this backdoor pilot had completed, there was a very small portion of the episode devoted to present day. Which is the prom, which I feel like the prom should have been, you know, more of a episode in itself. Yeah, it's prom, like they're high schoolers. It's a rite of passage. And I think it's so weird. I mean, I, I don't know if it's maybe a rich people thing, like Blair does call it a suburban thing to have. I know she calls prom queen a suburban thing, but like having prom is like a rite of passage in most, most television shows and movies Te- that yeah, have, exactly. yeah, that have teens. And like, it's surprising that it was so so small such a small part of the episode yeah so since we're on topic of proms what was your prom like my prom was wildly boring they didn't have vegetarian food because they suck and i had to buy a full price ticket and i was mad my friend didn't want to go with me as a couple so that we could have like five dollars off our ticket or whatever (laughs) she's like i don't want to go with you and i was like that is it's not that it's not that like we're not going together we're just trying to save money so i can buy myself taco bell (laughs) and then what a uh, bitch yeah seriously (laughs) uh it was it was so boring like there was no drama um it was the theme was like under the stars and we all went back to my place after and then i fell asleep at 11 o'clock it was so cute that is cute yeah i remember the day though it was um the one of the olsen twins or both of them were hosting snl that day and so like we watched that after prom that's cute yeah what was your prom like Oh man, mine was drama. Drama. So uh, three weeks before prom, my boyfriend of t- a year and a half uh, cheated on me with a friend of mine. Yuck. So um, bad men, bad men, bad men. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Compost him, dump him, expose compost him. Compost him. Two thousand 
Six. Six. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Worst. Anyway, so he was pretty popular. And so we were nominated for prom court. I removed my name from consideration because I don't want to be a suit. Yeah. I don't want to be a suit. Because, like, the thing was, we were a couple. It was like, you know, like, if prom queen was, like, if like, we were both, like, prom king and queen was a couple thing. It wasn't. Like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't like, a separate, a separate thing. Yeah. So um, I did not want to be associated with him. So I was like, fuck this. So I ended up going with one of my oldest friends. I know him since I was like seven years old. And he had his own plan for the prom. And I was like, I'm going to come out. I was like, oh, my God. This is about me. How dare you make this about you? Exactly. I spent $500 on my fucking dress, dude. What the hell? What are you talking about? You want to come out? This is not about you. This is about me. <laughs> this is my prom night. I don't care about your, you know, wanting to leave, you know, burn the world. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's about me. So um, everyone, everyone, you know, when I came to prom with uh, my old friend, he, everyone was, you know, super like, oh, my God. Because everybody knew about the drama that happened to me and my ex. Because like, uh-huh. like, he, he was a popular guy. And I was, I don't know, popular by extension, I guess. I don't know, whatever. So um, there was a lot of drama happening there. And then. A guy, one of my ex's friends, had a crush on me probably for the whole senior year. He came up to me afterwards, after prom. He was like, hey, you want to hang out tomorrow at Six Flags? I was like, yes, I do. And so me and hey him. yo, Six made, Flags hangouts. Me and him made out all over Six Flags. Six Flags. flags. <laughs> I got so excited. I'm sorry I thought of that. Sex Flags. That's what happens when you hook up in high school at Six Flags. Yep. Six Sex Flags. flags. Uh, yeah, so that's what happened, and, um, yeah, fuck that ex-boyfriend, he's the worst, but also I got to yeah, dance, but I also got to dance with my very hot AP physics teacher, who was 23 and I was 18. Oh, sure. You know what? I, he could put me at risk. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would risk it all for him. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a moment. It was really great. Also, I looked phenomenal. I had a white, I had a white and blue princess dress with oh like cute little rhinestones, like in flower shape. It had cute little satin blue waist belt. It was cute. I also had a tiara because I'm a prom queen, and I brought my own tiara. <laughs> oh my god! Because I have several. I can tiaras. confirm that she has done this to several New Year's parties as well. <laughs> brought her own tiara because she is New Year's queen. And it's true. And princess, yes. <laughs> and 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 duchess, and uh, what's what's another royal woman thing? Uh, uh, duchess. Uh, what's a what's a what's a dame? You know, like Dame Duty Judge. Yeah, or, yeah. Or Dame isn't is he, is Mackie Smith a dame? Well, Probably. She's, a, she's my dame. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's chill. So yeah, I'm all those things. Anything that you can wear a tiara for. I'm your girl. Yeah. So that was my prom. So let's talk about uh, Gossip Girl's prom. Oh, my uh, God. Things are going rabbit for Blair. Yeah. So she she has this amazing prom diary, which I want to I go into a little bit. So, like, there are so many... There are so many tropes about some woman or girl having a, like, physical copy of what she wants a large event, either prom or, in most cases Mm -hmm. in in media, um, weddings, Weddings, uh, of what they want it to look like, like a binder from their childhood. It's like, how? And I'm, well, I don't, I don't think this is a real thing. Like, this has been just, like, 
bombarded at us mm-hmm. like you're supposed to have this thing or like women do this thing where they have a book of what they want their event to look like and i don't think it's a real thing like i don't no. know anyone that's done this maybe it's like the music like the ultimate conundrum is like what came first the chicken or the egg like was people were people like making scrapbooks for their I weddings or were people still are or people like learned from that from tv shows and what and movies and, and adopted that idea yeah, but like I don't, I don't, know. I don't know anyone that has that or has done that. Or no. maybe it's just like the types of people that we know. Maybe there are people. So if you have a prom diary or a uh, wedding diary, probably reach out to us. We yeah. want to know. We want to know like the inception. At us, yes, please add at us. Gossip Girls Pod. Uh, <laughs> please tell or send us a message on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We are so interested in knowing um, who does this. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, like, that's that's no shade or anything like that. We're just actually like positively curious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Blair's prom diary, everything is going wrong. So her prom diary is, has not really shown up yet, but like everything's going wrong. Like her dress got messed up at the dry cleaners or something and her corsage is missing. Like the limo had a mix up and there's just like so much probably collusion going on between, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Classic or collusion. That's really popular these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of saboteur happening. Yeah. And Blair's not having it. She's like, what the fuck? Like, it is my prom. But But as the episode says, it's not really her prom because it's ten minutes of the episode. I know. It's so funny <laughs> how still like so how mad about that. I know how little time I spent on this. And it's, it's like so this upsetting. is upsetting. It, like it's, a, it's such a pivotal moment in so many like teenage romps you know like yeah. it always goes down at prom which is like why my prom was such a letdown i feel like nothing happened like nothing interesting happened i fell asleep at 11 o'clock and i was sober i didn't sleep for two days congratulations your prom was epic it, it actually the prom itself wasn't that it was like, so much like inner working drama your prom was a catalyst event more than anything yeah totally like i mean the prom itself was very pretty it was at it was in chicago at the uh knickerbocker hotel which is Ooh. a very nice hotel here in the city, um, we had a glow, like, a, like we had like a light, um, like a, the the floor, the dance floor. It oh my lit God, up that sounds with beautiful. like colors and stuff like that. It was really nice, and the DJ was pretty de- decent. He was from he was a high, he was um, in college, and uh, he was a student a couple years before. I think he graduated like '03 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that because one of my friends to date him, and he was playing a lot of good stuff, and it was fun. But like, um, there was drama, so much drama around it, and. I think I I got to the problem late. I got to the problem at like eight thirty. When like it started at seven, I got there like at eight thirty, and, uh-huh. and then it ended at ten thirty, and then we all went to bowling or some shit. So, yeah, I don't know. It was it was fine. I don't know. It was just a weird time. <laughs> Being teens like so weird. Teens. And I don't know. Um, I had a lot of like expectations. I think like if obviously you know when I was dating my boyfriend, I had like a whole other things like it, all the expectations i had were completely gone i was like i want to survive this night and look you know kind of together <laughs> like i was like so sad and depressed like my boyfriend so like yeah it was a hot mess also said ex-boyfriend tried to like dance dance with me he was like ew yeah he's like hey i'm sorry how things went down I compost like, man 2006 and i was like i'm sorry you died three weeks ago <laughs> <In my room. laughs> like, i'm sorry you're dead not just to me but to the world you're, you're, you don't exist anymore so please leave um but yeah anyway uh blair she um she had a dress yeah so this is is an interesting thing so she had an entire event so her prom diary is not what she initially planned out so her prom diary is something that wasn't happening and 
she had like a dress and it wasn't her prom prom diary dress. It was something else. And like the flowers were something else and everything that was going wrong was not in her prom diary. But then she had a dress that was mailed to her from Paris, like in her diary, that was like a nice dress that wasn't messed up. And like, I, I thought that was an interesting, like, or stupid, yeah. stupid twist, I guess. Like, that. Yeah, I guess that there was like weird kind of like, you know, kind like, of like. Why, why? She was compromising. Yeah. She was compromising with her date. She was compromising but with her dress. Rich people don't compromise. Yeah, I guess. Doesn't make sense. I know. It's weird. But like, yeah, I, I'm not really sure what it was getting at. But, you know, I guess for the for the end result was kind of like, you know, um, she she whomever or whatever is happening. It's for, her, you know, for to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the dress that's mailed to her is much nicer and it's exactly like in her. It's gorgeous. In her dress. dreams. We'll it's, talk about it's later. It's really pretty. Fashion. Um, so then. So with prom, um, the, all the things that are happening, like we don't know why it's happening. So Nate uh, is, you know, as we know, he has like still contention with Chuck, with him believing that Blair, as we saw in the past few episodes, is still in love with Chuck or like has unresolved feelings for him. So he accuses Chuck of sabotaging prom and Chuck's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm good. That's, you know, she's yours now, which I don't like. Yeah. I mean, I like, like she's not possession. Not really your property, but OK. <laughs> So antiquated. That's what we're saying in 2006. So what year is this? 2009. 2009. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's really weird and creepy. Yeah. So um, our other so other than Blair and Nate, our other prom couple turns out to be Dan and Serena. Yeah. So Serena is still in jail. Yeah. And so Dan's like, "You're not gonna miss your prom because of jail." Right. So he gets her out. He breaks her out. It's so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> and weird and creepy because, you know, he like Dan's she's, like Well he, he like they're pseudo siblings. Yeah. Siblings at this they're, point. They're like yeah, their parents you know, are dating and like are sort of They and, have you know, they have a potential love child. Like a lot of things, you know, who who's died. Like there's a lot of weird stuff going on with them and so for her to go I, to prom with him is ooh. Well, I, I kind of don't even see it as like a weird thing because they're pseudo siblings. I see it like as weird because they haven't like they're not actively friends yeah and so why would he do that like i mean it's fine that they're they're like friends by circumstance yeah. like they, yeah because they know each other so well and they've been and they've been and around. their parents are sort of sort of fighting dating right but also just like it just seems like of course i'll be taking you to prom yeah like and who so, else, like, they're, they're not dating anybody you know right now like there's no who else is he right like with? gabriel is like not a part of Serena's life anymore, so that's not happening. <laughs> um, Her husband, right? Exactly, because like I think there is no mention of like what happened to Gabriel. Like he's ever again, ever again. Like you never hear from about this dude. And I think um, Army Hammer made mention of this when he was like on Chelsea lately. He was like, "Yeah, they wanted me on the show much longer," and then they were like, "Nah, we're good, bro. You suck. You suck." And I was like, "We don't want you on our show, Army Hammer. Don't come on our show ever. Mm-mm, not here so, for it. I will, yeah. I will quit my own show." Like, no, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the the him taking her to prom is kind of I feel like it's a throwback to when she was married to Gabriel. He's like, you you got married to this guy after like knowing him for two seconds, and we didn't even make it to junior prom. Well, guess what, sir? I'm making it happen. Yeah. So Jan, junior Dan, prom. Yeah. So Dan is like, you know, um, putting it out to the universe. He like secreted it into the world, and it's like I'm taking. <laughs> I'm taking you to prom wow, you now. Gotta, you gotta put something in the 30 Rock tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I started secreting. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> Not sorry, actually. No, no don't sorry. be sorry. Never be sorry for secreting puns. 
<laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Dan is definitely, you know, giving um, giving Serena um, her prom that she deserves and making sure she's not in jail. Yeah, and making sure that Jenny has an ugly dress that she sews for her. <laughs> Why do we? Why? Why? Jenny, why, why, why are you so bad at clothes? But like, why? Do we, but like, it's you know what? The thing is, like, she, it's okay for her to be bad at clothes. It's the fact that people keep on hiring her to make clothes. Yeah, like that's the issue. Like, she is what sixteen? She is. She's great at sewing. She is bad at designing. Yeah, and that's fine because she's sixteen. She doesn't have to be a prodigy. It okay? And the th- like, it's not even her fault that she can't make clothes. It's the fact that people keep on hiring her to make them. Yeah, like, that that's the issue. And she has like no ability to like improve because no one gives her actual <laughs> constructive feedback. They're like, "This is beautiful, Jenny." Or make her take a class. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Here Do you something. go. Here's some patterns. Learn from it. That's not <laughs> how you teach. Or learn. Yeah, sixteen-year-olds not good at clothes usually. No. Well, maybe maybe for other teens, I don't know. Prodigies, but she's not one of them. No, and, and that's okay. She's basic. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's we're, fine. we're all a little basic, um, except for me. But okay. <laughs> I'm basic. Sorry. No, you're not. You're not. You're you're the best basic. You're like you're like prime basic. I'm a basic stitch. <laughs> Get it? Because she sews and I also sew. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back to the prom. So the minions, for some unknown reason, are mad at Blair. Well, like they, they I guess the thing is, is like for so long they were underneath Blair's thumb as her, you know, subordinates and like her minions, essentially. Yeah, and, and like she's recently kind of just stopped caring about them. Right, and so they're like, we're, we're, we're good. We're not under her regime anymore. We're gonna like take back what's ours and give her back the little piece of what she has given us. I guess they're just like, it's like this latent revenge that like could have happened years before, but they're like, it's our last chance to like fuck her over. And it's like, like, who the fuck cares? The thing is that, uh, Blair thinks that prom queen is a suburban tradition until she discovers she's nominated, which is something the minions probably set up so mm-hmm. they could like try to make her lose. I want to go to there. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Okay. <laughs> Put 25 cents in the 30 rock tip jar. Fine. Okay. It's 50 cents in it now. <laughs> so they, they want to fix it so that Nelly Yuki wins and um, beats out Blair. And our, our noble hero, Chuck, over <sighs> here. Yeah, right. He overhears it and then he like votes for Blair a million times. Right. Well, that was my phone that dropped. It's fine. It's fine. Are you okay? Is there ice in your mouth? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Better now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that sounded so funny. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, yeah, so Blair he <laughs> Blair he Jesus Christ. Okay. So, so Chuck it, he he fixes it so that Blair wins, and he like basically votes for her a million times, or like takes out a bunch of Nelly Yuki's cards, mm-hmm. and Blair sees him holding a bunch of votes. Saboteur. Yeah, and she accuses him of sabotaging. Yeah, and she's like, I can't have anything. You want anything? I just want She whines a bunch, and it's so boring. Yeah, and that's the thing about this whole like part of the show was like this was so boring, and it could have been so much more. I know. And they kind of shoehorned this. Yeah, they kind of shoehorned this whole like because I feel like I feel like the writing staff was like so focused on this backdoor pilot. They like said they kind of like yeah, they kind of like just kind of like um. They're like, oh shit, we need a prom episode. Yeah, they they really dialed in the whole prom. They're like, uh, let's let's have Blair 
gets some her shit fucked up, and then yeah. Chuck saves the day. Good enough. Oh yeah, Dan and Serena. Well, they'll go together. That sounds fine. And it's, then, it's weird because like yeah. this not this is not even this this is a penultimate episode. It's not yeah. the last. It's not the season finale. And that's usually when the things go down the most. Yeah. The penultimate episode, like the finale, usually is not the one that is like where everyone gets their shit fucked up. It's usually the episode before. Oh my god, it's so weird. And there's there's yeah. so much so much wrong with this episode. Yeah, at least this part. Like I mean, I love the Badger pilot. I thought it was great, and we'll talk about that more when we wrap when we like to talk about our ratings. Yeah. But um, this part was just like, really, guys? Yeah, you you tried sort of. You didn't try hard, but you tried. Like prom? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to be like maybe they're trying to bulk against like tradition. Like we're not gonna care about prom because yeah. we're we're elites. We're cool. We don't need to think about prom. Prom is so whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, people get like like fucking like the OC. Um, spoiler alert! But like Marissa got shot during prom. Like shit goes down. Wow, I haven't seen it. Not shot. She gets in a car accident. Whatever. She oh, dies. Wait, I knew that. She dies. But I like folks die. People get shot. People get pregnant. Like there was no, there was no prom night dumpster baby. Like none of this happened. Like what the hell? Literally, the only thing that happened actually, which is what we're gonna talk about right now, is that after Blair wins prom queen with like little to no like drama yeah she looks little to no drama like barely anything there's barely any prom drama yeah like Blair drama. caught <laughs> Blair caught Chuck um taking out the votes and she assumed that he was trying to sabotage her and so when she was announced as prom queen along with Nate um she assumed like good you know good things happened to me and blah 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 and Chuck you know revealed to Serena that he was putting more votes for her yeah. and moving the Nelly Yuki. And he also ended up, he he was the one that was sabotaging everything else because he wanted her to have the perfect prom. Even he was sabotaging it for the better. Like, fuck off. Just, maybe she, maybe her dreams have changed since she made this book when she was five. I know. And it's just like, it just it's a way, it's a way for him to control her life more and more mm-hmm. in a way that like makes you very uncomfortable. Like, it's just like, oh my God, like, puppet master, what are you oh doing? Oh my God, absolutely. Stop controlling her fucking life. Let her live. Can't Can she I have... live? No, can clearly she, can she can't. Live? No, she can't. Nope. Yeah. Hashtag safe Blair. Oh my God. <laughs> That's going to be our new thing. Everyone's going to hate us. Oh, Everyone no. already hates us for, like, hating Blair and Chuck. But whatever, it's fine. It I'm... is, It is like, a surprisingly odd stance for us to take, actually. Yeah, but like whatever. But, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see it. But I whatever. Yeah, it's fine. And you know what? I will be a contrarian if that means that yeah. like I have to that I'm not supporting. Like I'm just not supporting that couple. There's nothing there for me. Ugh. Um. But yeah. So. Oh, and then um, yeah. Blair and Nate when they're dancing, they discuss their relationship, and they're like, "Okay, I guess since high school's over, we're done too." This is supposed to be the happiest day in high school. So why do I feel so sad? Like something's ending. Well, something is ending high school. Not just school. Bye. Yeah, essentially, Blair felt like, you know, I did this high school thing. I went to my high school boyfriend with to prom but like now it just feels very high school it yeah. just feels like you know i'm ready to move on from this including moving and it's on like from you. this this second time around for their relationship has felt very healthy yeah it's it's <laughs> it, yeah it's it's felt very unblair and it's also felt like I, I guess she must have started getting bored yeah like bored in a bad way not bored in a comfortable way yeah but like that's the thing like nate is safe and she yes. doesn't want that and that's fair like i'm all here for blair being happy and if that means that she wants something 
Chuck, then fine. Oh, that fucking asshole. Yeah, fine. But, like, I just don't like the idea of him controlling her life like he does because it really creeps me the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, It's like he's, that's like, that's an excellent way to describe it. He's just trying to control her life. Yeah. In a way that if it makes you feel like he's being a good boy, but he's not being a good boy, he's being bad. Yeah. And, like, he controls her feelings. I mean, like, anything he does controls her feelings and her emotions. And it's just like, Oh God! How like, to, stop it! I don't know. Like I don't know. I mean, I've been there. I've I've been with guys who've like have holds on me, and it was unhealthy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I am not here for that. I'm not here for like some dude. You know, has fucking emotions affecting mine. Like, no, I am my own human being. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, my, my personal, but like, I just whenever I see it, it's like triggering. So, um, yeah, Blair and Nate break up. And then my favorite part of this part of the episode happens, and it's the it's the real couple. It's the real couple. Yes, of the show. it's true. Blair and Serena. Blurina. Blurina. Yes, they're on the Met steps, you know, and it's kind of like a nice full circle of them. You know, when we first saw them in season one, the the pilot, they're kind of like you know, they're bit you know having a rivalry and you know very territorial. And now they're like the best of friends, yeah. In their prom dresses, and like they're they have no boyfriends attached to them. They're just. I think it's kind of like a like the way that the episode was set up is that it was flipping back and forth between um, the backdoor pilot of Mm -hmm. Lily and Carol and um, present day with prom, and I think it was kind of like showing the mirroring of Serena going to jail and her mom also going to jail, but then discovering that they had like a best friend slash sister to you know help them through life and so i I think that's what blair and serena's like friendship is supposed to be mirroring absolutely and it's 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 beautiful because like you know despite all the drama with the boy boy and girl i think like it always comes down to the relationship between blair and serena i know and that's they're the real couple yeah like that's what like honestly i think for most of my viewing purposes is seeing them being friends together and just seeing where they're on, most of the time they're unfailing and unwavering love for one another even when they're upset with each other it's because it's coming from a place of love I know and I love just, them they're so perfect they're so great so I was really happy to see that scene and then also nice like dovetail between the, the relationship between Cece and Lily mm-hmm. um, Lily she comes back home or Carol well, not so much. Or, oh, Cece, yeah, her yeah, mom. Her mom, right. yeah. You're, you're fine. But, like, um, yeah, Cece is, like, leaving uh, the Bass household, going back home, and Lily, you know, confronts her mother about, like, the way she handled all the Rufus bullshit. You know, that's why she's upset with her about, you know, telling her about their love child and how she n- never really had her opportunity to tell Rufus in her own time and her yeah. own sp- base and how like she robbed her of that and that's why they're not in good terms right now and it's like exactly what's happening with lily and serena mm-hmm. and how you know despite all of it she still loves her mother and they have a kind of like a nice closure mm-hmm. and uh leaves the door open for you know the next season so yeah uh that is the episode and we'll be right back after these messages for listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Tula's offering an opportunity to receive 20% off your entire purchase at trytula.com slash postloudness. Tula is a skincare line that naturally balances and boosts the health of your skin, combining probiotics with high-quality ingredients to ensure that their products are safe and effective. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I have super hypergenic skin, so like I have a very intensive like skincare regimen i have to have like i I use like four different cleansers it's really intense because i'm allergic to beeswax so it's so hard it's so hard so like there's a lot of stuff that like i can't use especially natural ingredients Mm -hmm. because i can't handle it 
But, you know, I always appreciate a very nice cleanser. And Tila could get oh that for you. Oh, my God, I love cleansers. I, like, don't really have a skincare regimen right now because I'm bad at being an adult. So I'm really excited to try this out. And you can do so and receive 20% off your entire purchase at trytula.com slash That's Tula spelled T-U-L-A. All right, let's talk about fashion. Fashion. Turn it around. Fashion. Turn it around. Ooh. Fashion. Put it all on me. Don't you want to see these clothes on me? Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> we switched it up that time. We did. Hey. Gotta love and Lady Gaga. I love that that's our thing. It's so <laughs> stupid. I wonder if anyone listens this far into the episode. You know what? It's fine. If you listen this far into the episode, please at us on Twitter and tell us that our song is stupid. Thank you. <laughs> or tell us it's great. It's beautiful. Because it's, it is great. It's very nice. Um, let's talk about fashion. So where's prom dress? So gorgeous. I am a oh huge my fan God. of it. I love black and gold. Oh my God, me too. Black and gold is one of my favorite go-tos. Like I try to wear, like when I'm wearing all black, I try to use like black, you know, gold accents, like mm-hmm. gold jewelry and stuff. It's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, same. It's like, it's also like this dress is, it's a sweetheart neckline, um, strapless dress that Which has I love a, sweetheart neckline. I know, me too. And then it has like a ball gown skirt and then like it looks like gold embroidery all over it. There's peacock feathers, and it's just so so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it was. I love it so much. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, for and all the good, events. So I good job, um, Blair, for designing that. Yeah, not uh, for not for forgetting it. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good job, Blair. Good job, Blair. Congratulations, <laughs> Chuck, on being born rich, <laughs> being able to afford stupid shit like this. You suck. Uh, Serena's trash um, trash bag. Yes, on the dress. opposite end of the fashion <sighs> spectrum. What the hell happened there? So Serena's wearing a dress supposedly designed and sewn by Jenny. It Classic. is made of a what looks like polyester sparkly beige-ish color. And it has like the this, the bottom part's fine. It's like a, a gathered like um, straight skirt. But the top is a... Oh God, I don't even know how to describe this. It's like a f- saggy boob <laughs> with <laughs> a, with a halter. It's a glittery thing. burlap sack. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like something you wear on top of a swimsuit. To be honest, like yeah. it is not a prom dress. It is not cute. It is. It looks terrible. It's on a her. fitted muumu. <laughs> yes, it's a, somehow it's a fitted muumu. I don't know how don't how know. it happens, but it's Oof. it's so awful, and it's I hate it. Not a strong look. Not a strong look. Yeah, I would call it bad. Mm. Uh, Lily's young Lily's outfits. Love all of her outfits. So cute. It reminds me of the outfits that they wish that Jenny's like when she was like doing like fashion. Yeah. Um, like in the early season two, the fashion like the eighties vibe with like all the tutus and stuff like that. Oh my god! I wonder if they just like recycled what what they used for her outfits. Right, exactly. That's what it looks like. But yeah. like, but it's more like time appropriate and also better done. Yeah. There's like so she has a montage where she's changing outfits to figure out what she should wear at this party to meet her sister. And Young Lily puts on, like, you know, like, these thematic outfits. Like, there's a Madonna outfit. There's a Dayglow outfit. There's, there's um, what else there's, is there? There's an Olivia Newton-John physical vibe yeah. going on. Let's get physical, physical. It's such a great song. It's so good. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, adorable watching. I love fashion montages, to be I honest. Like, it was just so cute. Especially themed ones. Oh, my God. I know. 80s themed anything is perfect. Not not even exaggeration. Like, yeah, I'm a, I am here for 80s fashion. Me too. A, all day, every day. It's so good. Um, And then we talk about the music because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of 80s music that I know. Yeah. The Passion Mode, New Order, Huey Lewis in the News, which I loved when I heard so that. So weird. Uh, Billy Idol, 
Oh man, so much good. And then the best we talked about this earlier, but no doubt as an eighties man, the fake eighties yeah. man. I think I think that's really funny that like they just had like Gwen Stefani, you know, supposedly playing someone who's probably eighteen years younger, but also she could have just been playing Stand and Deliver. Yeah. Just some like random fake band. It's yeah. cute. Yeah, it was great. They're kind of like this like punk band um in the eighties and yeah, I was very much here for. We're not even punk. They're like new wave. That's probably more accurate. Yeah, and um, they played they played a jazz version of that stand and deliver song that they played in the eighties mm-hmm. at the prom, which is adorable. Yeah. I, I like. I mean, they're essentially just trying to make this episode cohesive, <laughs> and they do Shoe-horning that by Clinton. yeah. It's like it's it's cute, but it's not great. <laughs> yeah, not not great. Um, so Otek Lotek 80s references edition. Yes. Burp. 80s. I love the 80s. <laughs> Perfect. I couldn't say better than myself. Uh, Tower Records. Oh my God. <laughs> so Lily's father works. I think he like owns Tower Records. Of course he does. Or like at least like is one of the um higher echelon of the managers there. Like one of the, uh, definitely C-suite for sure. Um, <laughs> Someone describing the fanny pack is one of my favorite. <laughs> I just so cute moments. Um, uh, Carol, we we talked about her losing all her money by investing in a quote unquote patent, whatever that means for the fanny pack. Oh, for yeah, for the fanny pack. Um, but like, also, it's basically the same as you know investing in a Kickstarter these days. Yep. Um, MTV when they actually played music videos. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Um, cocaine, <laughs> which which Cher thinks is an '80s drug. I'm pretty sure it still exists these days. Oh, it does, but I mean, like, cocaine was like the quintessential a- '80s drug. No, totally. Like, it was like, yeah, it was definitely cocaine was like the party drug of choice. Um, and then uh, also Serena using a payphone is I don't know why she does that. It's weird. Well, she has a, a cell phone. She, well, she's at jail. Oh, right. But I don't. Still. I don't know how jail works. Do you only get one call? I feel like you must get more than one call. Um, I think traditionally it's the one one oh. call like for your lawyer, for your attorney. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Unless you like need a public defender or something. Okay. And then you and then like that's when the, the court can provide one for you. As according to Law and Order, which is all where I get all my law <laughs> and order advice from <laughs> because I didn't go to law school yet. Um yeah, so... Three observations. Yeah, Rufus calls them the Gossip Girl generation. Oh, my God. I laughed right out loud <laughs> when that happens. I, like, like, in our notes, I'm like, Gossip Girl generation! Ah! <laughs> hey, Dad! Oh, so, prom tomorrow night. What do you say? We stay in? Watch some scary movies? The scarier, the better. Absolutely. You guys are the Gossip Girl generation. Don't expect me to believe you're not interested in this gossip. Uh, Nope. Only interested in my Nim Chow. You guys are the gossip generation. Of course, you like this gossip. And I was like, okay. Gossip girl. Number you one. You love gossip, Rufus. Just shut up. But also, like, you're not that big of a deal. Like, yeah. Because he's like, because um, he was talking, it was in reference to um, him and Lily being kind of like on the on the outs and how like um, Dan and Lily, sorry, Dan and Jenny and Eric might know, of course, they know about it because like, you got the gossip generation. Yeah. Of course, you know about those gossip. gossip. like, and it's like, okay. Shut up, Rufus. You're parents. We don't care about parents. Literally, no one ever puts you on Gossip Girl, except yeah. maybe sometimes, but not really. But Only when that. it affects their children. Yeah, barely that. They're like on the outskirts. Yeah. But, uh, Vitamin Water is back, fam. Woo! Vitamin Water, please sponsor us as well. Oh, yes. Please sponsor us. I mean, we sh- we're going to be posting more often, so we'll have actually a reason why you should, po- you should sponsor us, but yes. Uh, yes, please I'm sponsor gonna us. I'm going to tweet at them. <laughs> please sponsor our podcast. Um, 
I love the I love the hear the typing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweeting at them right now. I don't know if this is the right one. Uh, uh probably. Probably it's fine. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So when Dan is, you know, trying to find Serena so that he can invite her to prom, he left her like a million messages, I guess, and he's like, "Oh, I, I can't leave Serena any more messages and still call myself a man." Okay. Shut ha- up. Hero. Um. Hero normative. Um. Yeah. No one wants to be with you. I love how like when we first started the show, we were so so team Dan, and I was like, "Fuck Dan!" I'm I know freaking. he's the fucking worst. I guess it's because like we were so blinded by his beauty that we haven't actually like dug deep into his character flaws, and it's like now it's like, "Fuck!" Oh my god, I really, he's he's cute, but he sucks. Yeah, and it also explains so many of my relationships. My god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So many of my boyfriends are with Dan Humphreys. <sighs> Dan <don't>... Humphrey. <laughs> Ban Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, Blair wanted to be queen because of Tiara. Adorable. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. I I'm here for it. I Blair, if you're listening, you're not. But if you're listening, you <laughs> can use. Do. You can borrow any of my tiaras anytime. I have five. Aww. I have a rotation. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Benelli must be working for the Russians because she's way too excited to commit collection fraud. Share. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she like she's the she's obviously the spirit, the one who's spearheading the election fraud campaign. So Share made the astute observation. (laughs) That she's definitely working for the Russians. Absolutely. She's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't even say it without giggling, but yeah, she must be working for the Russians. Yeah. She was like, let's rig our election. She was so hyped. Do it. She was so hyped. Fuck this. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Blair. Um, I hate her for some reason. I know. I I guess for like whatever Penelope thought in her work mind that she could have easily been like queen if Blair wasn't around. Maybe she just felt she like wasn't was... trying to be queen. They were trying to make Nelly Yuki queen. No, I mean like Queen B. Oh yeah, Queen P. Queen. Mm. No, that sounds terrible. It sounds Queen really... P. Mm. That's a little. That has a little. A lot of uh, sexual innuendo. Yeah, it's fine. But also not mad. Also, uh, Queen B is like a thing. So totally. Um, and then I left a little catchphrase that in the backdoor pilot they were like, "Oh, you're totally falling in love with me." Oh my god, I love that. Like so, Lily, when she's talking to guy whose name I forgot. Um, Owen. Owen, yeah, she's like, oh, you're falling in love with me, aren't you? Oh, you're totally falling in love with me. It's, you know, that's very tropey but adorable. Yeah, and then he said it right back to her on the dance floor when they were, like, dancing, like, giggling and drinking. He's like, oh, you're totally falling in love with me right yeah. now, aren't you? So it was cute little, you know, banter, repartee. I am uh, still yeah. mad that we didn't get this show and also that we still don't understand who Keith Vander Woodson is and we never will. We never will. It's so frustrating. Ugh. Is he... Who who is Keith Vanderwoodson? We'll never know. Nope. Okay, and that is the episode. Yeah. So you want to rate this bitch? Yeah, I give it a uh, six because of the low. The low part is because of the prom part. The yeah, the prom is like easily so a four. Boring. It is so yeah, boring. The prom is like a three or four, but the backdoor pilot is like a ten. I would give the backdoor pilot like yeah 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 I would give it a ten if like I didn't I, you don't have anything to compare it to so it is an yeah. infinity yeah but like it's also just like a solid like I was super invested in what was going on I wanted to see more of it like for a backdoor pilot it I've seen some really terrible backdoor pilots like bad backdoor pilots yeah and this is definitely like part of the higher echelon of it's like it, it is as bad as the flow is in this episode it's like sort of 
sort of okay. Like it's it's good for a pilot. Like I guess most backdoor pilots, I guess, don't have like huge time jumps. So like for that, it it did a good job mirroring the situation of present day and the past. Yeah, and it felt. I mean, like it, it definitely like saturated a lot with like you know like eighties. Remember, guys, we're in the eighties, but um. I don't know, like for all intents and purposes, it was all intents and purposes. Um, I enjoyed it quite a lot, and yeah. I wanted to see more of it. And um, yeah, bring but- back Valley Girls, bring <laughs> back Valley Girls. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, the prom bit of it was just such a snooze. Like honestly, I forgot that they had a prom episode until I rewatched the episode. I like, know, oh, oh, yeah. so boring. That was and then like, this. there's no other like prom type events that happen in the future because nope. this is the senior year and they're going to college. Yeah, and that's it. It's a bummer. Yep. So uh, that's the episode, guys. Sorry for the huge delay. We had lots of technical sound issues. Yes, yeah, technical issues. Um, recording issues. It's time been, issues. Time issues. Um, I. Needed a break. CB needed a break. We needed just some stuff. We had stuff going on. So, but we're back. We're gonna be releasing more and more episodes throughout the summer. So we are back, baby. And being more active on Twitter. Yeah. At me. Yes. At us. Yes. At, a, at at the uh, at the Gossip Girl on Twitter. Like. And season three is gonna be so good. So good. So look out for that. And next week we have a guest, which I'm really excited about. Oh yeah. She, she's great. Um, Bronte Mensfield of Mystic is going to be our guest, so look out for that next week. But first, I want to give a great shout out to Cards Against Humanity for letting us use our space and facilities and equipment. I want to give a shout out to Post Loudness, which is our collective that we're on. It's a bunch of people hosted by people of color, women and queer identified hosts, all their shows. You can find them at postloudness.com. I want to thank Tula for our sponsor this week. I want to give a huge, 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 mega huge shout out to CB for being a fantastic associate producer, partner in crime. Thank you so much for just, I don't know, doing this with me and continuing doing this without me, with me without, you know, killing me. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for your everlasting patience as there are so many technical issues and still wanting to do it, even though it means re-recording everything. <laughs> I love you. Never change. Aw, thank you. Um, and thank you, listeners, for sticking it out. I thank know, you. Like, for real, this time we're going to be, I, I, we're going to try to keep it going. So hopefully we'll have it in breaks anytime soon. But um, if you feel like we are not recording or doing things more, yell at us. Like, that gives that motivates us to, like, do episodes. Because sometimes when you're listening and recording, you don't know if anybody cares. You see the numbers, but you also just like, I don't know. Does anybody give a shit if I continue to record this episode? So when we hear you guys, you know, saying, what happened to you girls? We miss you. That means so much. So, like, continue to do that, please. Like, be vocal. We love it. So, um, we'll be back next week. But until then, you, you know, know you love, love us. XOXO. Gossip Girl.